Sorry. I'm just clearing some notifications. Hey, dude. Hey, what's up, Sean? It's uh, it's been like a whole shark's age since I've seen you. It's been uh, about the lifespan of a megalodon. It's the... <laughs> which no one really knows how long it is. It's a couple million years, I feel. Yeah, probably. I mean, I feel like if they keep eating, they can't die. Nothing's going to kill a megalodon. Exactly. You know what I mean? They could probably eat it. There's a reason why they sharks have been around for so long. <laughs> Sean, we should write a script of a movie called Shark God. <laughs> Where instead of like them being like, no, megalodons haven't been around for thousands of years. People like I want the line instead to be, people haven't prayed to sharks for thousands of years. <laughs> um, I was thinking that during the. Movie. I actually anyway. I have a Meg callback in this review actually in my notes. Wow, what what foreshadowing? That is insane. Uh, yeah. So. So, um, I have some, I have some like preamble. Yeah. What do we, I, I have, I mean, something just happened to me, but I don't know if I want to include it in the show. I don't know. It's not like related to anything, I, but it literally happened. I can to, cut it out and just cut to my story, but <laughs> yeah, you go ahead. Uh, I, I left improv practice tonight and somebody was trying to, I saw some, caught somebody trying to steal my bike, uh, like bolt cutters to the chain. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Hey, like, what the fuck are you doing? That's my fucking bike. Like, walking up to the dude. Uh, and he literally was like, put the bolt cutter. He's like, oh, uh, this is your... Oh, I'm sorry. My my mistake. I'm like, your mistake? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? He literally walks away. And I, like, pulled out my phone. I'm like, do I call night? Like, I, I, what do I do in this fucking situation? Uh, a couple of my friends from improv were there, thankfully, uh, and they're like, "Just call him and just say like where he's going and kind of what he's doing." Because like the fact he had like bolt cutters, I was like, "I should." He's trying to go again, get another bike. Yeah, and mine has two like chains and a U lock on it, so it's like, it's the wrong one to pick because you're not. He he didn't get through one of the chains. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what his full plan was. <laughs> yeah. He had a ways to go. Yeah, he had a ways to go. Um, the He literally walks off, and then I call the police and stuff, and then uh, say goodbye to everybody. I ride off kind of in the direction he went. I wasn't really going to, like, Batman it too much because he also had bolt cutters, and I wasn't trying to get fucked up by getting, like, smashed in the face by bolt cutters. Um, uh, and I'm riding home, and I'm, like, blocks away at this point, and then I'm, I'm going, and then I pass a dude, and he had a hat, and I feel like he was wearing a different shirt, but it was definitely the same guy. He had, like, eyes that went, like, two different, like, like, like fish eyes, kind of. I know that, that probably doesn't, yeah. that probably doesn't sound great, um, but, like, he, like, he, like, he was noticed. That was, like, the, me, like, noticeable thing. It's like, it, there was, like, nothing behind his eyes kind of thing, um, not being dramatic. Um, the uh, then I, I ride past and I end up seeing the dude. He has no hat, and I literally went like, "Oh, hey, you!" Like real loud, and then like down at the next like intersection, I literally pulled over and just pulled out my phone and I dialed nine one one again. I hit dial and I turned and he's just nowhere to be seen. And I just told him again where I'd like seen him, and, and both times like, "Okay, the police are on their way. Do you want to talk to him?" I was like, 
no, I'm just going to go home. I'm trying to do more of like a tip thing. I'm not trying to fucking crack a case, uh, which I don't even know if that's like the right thing to do. I don't know how to talk to 911. I'm, I'm like, ooh, first time caller. Uh, I don't <laughs> I don't know how this is. Big fan of your work. Uh, are you going to charge me for this? Um, I don't know. It was So I'm like all... That happened like a little, a little less than an hour ago. So I'm still like, a little shaken up. He like tried to detach my front wheel too. Like he didn't get it. It just feels very violating. So I'm like, yeah. I would send him to the Planet Core. Misa student, my bike saw. Anyway, what did you have to say? Uh. After saying, I was gonna try to my bike uh, set. Like, no, you gotta live in that one, buddy. <laughs> I don't, there's no good way to segue. Uh, yeah, from what I into this one, oh, okay. uh, from a bike to uh, I rewatched the core. Uh, oh, I just said Planet Core, man. <laughs> you re- I. Uh, so it was just like one observation I had because uh, I guess I started watching it when I was texting you a while back about it. Right. Yeah. And then I either fell asleep or had to do something because I was like, oh, I never finished watching the core. I don't know how you would have fallen so, asleep during it, but go on. Yeah, I think I probably had to go somewhere. Yeah. So uh, it's just like an observation I had once they like go in. Mm-hmm. It's there's like basically three things they cut to or four things they cut to CGI nonsense <laughs> outside of the ship, which cuts to CGI nonsense on a screen. This, the shit on the screens from memory is is like colors. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it's just like shapes and colors. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to the people inside in the cockpit on a gimbal. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to Richard Jenkins and DJ Qualls. <laughs> the whales. Those those are like the four like things you see for like the last hour I of that movie. I forgot DJ Qualls was in that. And because they were trying to make a yeah. weather machine or something. <sighs> you, yeah, they have like Project Destiny. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, the movie's ridiculous. It's not good. Did they do a How Did This Get Made on that? I don't remember. No, I think they're doing it soon. Maybe that was what it is. Yeah. Are they? Or they're doing Van Helsing soon. There's like one. They're doing Van Helsing. Because yeah. I've been listening to some older ones. Um, some older How Do This Get Made. I have it up right now. I don't see it newer. Um, no. Because they did a whole like run. They're definitely doing Van Helsing soon. I know. Because I was almost going to be there. Um, oh, I don't have video anymore. Yeah. Uh, I was almost going to be there I still hear when you. they were uh, doing the Van Helsing one. But the, um, uh, well, there we go. Uh, the, they did, they, they, they're in the middle of a run of like big budget summer movies from like the nineties and uh, like where like they didn't turn out into being anything like big bombs, uh, reconnecting. Uh, so I, did, I listened to like the Godzilla 98 one recently. Um, uh, yeah, I just listened to that too. That's good. Uh, there's like one dude though. Whoever their guest is isn't great. I think on that one. Yeah, I think Rogan was on. It might have. Rogan might have done Van Helsing. What? I think Seth Rogan was on one of them. I know he was, but no. Van Helsing's come. Like I think one of the newer ones. That's. 
That's what I'm saying. No, he was they they like posted it on their Instagram or Twitter or something that he was like they just recorded with him. Yeah, and neither of us were there. That's the most us thing in the world. That's you. No, that's you. <laughs> that's not me as much. That's yeah, way more you. That's on me. Dude, it's so hard to get tickets. They sell out so they fast. You know, fucking nerds. What? Um oh, in LA. Jerks. Like it's Yeah. I uh, I do know now. I have to. I'm like training myself to do it on a on a whim. Is whenever I see one of them again, is to if I see them like my because I miss Paul Sheer. I drove by mm-hmm. him. I should have slammed on my brakes. Geostorm. Got out of my car. Jumped jumped on the roof of my car and yelled Geostorm. <laughs> Where you just gonna yell at him? Now that's or my. Are you gonna like point in the distance like? No. Just point up in the sky. What if it summons um, one, Sean? Like, I hope you can live with that. <laughs> I will. I'll love it. Um, all right. So we're talking about a little movie that came out mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It's called The Predator. The Predator, directed by motherfucking Shane Black, who helped write the original back in the 80s, whatever year that was. Uh 87. 87. He wrote uh, and directed this one. He co-wrote it with Fred Decker, who apparently hasn't worked in years, but he wrote the the Monster Squad with him back in the day. And Monster Squad is like, yeah, a cl- like a cult classic. Um, and oh boy, this movie. <laughs> so, so the first question I had <laughs> that I was, I was gonna kind of bring this o- an overarching theme. Okay. You said you had the this most podcast notes on this movie than you that you've ever taken. I have a ton. So of I'm notes. letting you drive yeah. the fucking ship because I have a dumb segue that sort of that I need to talk about how I saw the movie. But like you, you got to do your thing. Let's talk about the content. All right. So the overarching question was going to be: Is this offensive? Oh yeah. And I've since <laughs> switched that to: How offensive is this? Because I think we can already kind of answer the question that it is offensive to almost everybody. Yeah. They, they kind of get everybody. They um, really do. Oh, <laughs> God. Like, it's... It, yeah. I have a great... I have the best meme to fire out when we release this episode. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because, like, they do... So there's uh, the main plot of the movie is there's uh, there's two predators. There's a there's bigger predator and then there's regular predator. Regular predator is getting chased by bigger predator and crashes and is seen by the bad guy from Logan, uh, who takes some of the predator's gear before the, that whole crash site gets cleaned up. Some of that gear gets sent to his son, which puts his son Jacob Tremblay, who uh, has Aspergers in in danger. Uh, and meanwhile, the government tries to make him seem like he's crazy, where the bad guy from Logan, Boyd Holbrook, uh, goes and he meets the Loonies, uh, which is a bunch of Shane Black characters who are uh, all PTSD vets, um, who, and then also <laughs> the predator uh, that Boyd, Boyd Holbrook saw, um, its body is taken to an underground lab uh, run by um, Sterling K. Brown. Uh, and also Jake Busey playing the son of the char- of Gary Busey's character from Predator Two. Boy, can that man act! I I, I really liked Jake Busey in this. He was one of the shining lights, man. He was a- <laughs> I 
I liked that he was in it. I didn't like him in it. We'll we'll get there. I was like, has he ever acted before? (laughs) In the last 20 years? Maybe not. Maybe the last thing was Contact. In general. What? Have you ever seen? No, Jake Busey's in thing. All right, this is our quick. I know. I just, that was just my ad hominem attack on how his acting performance Do you remember my, my, one of my roommates senior year? (laughs) (laughs) Do you think red hair? He he looks like Jake Busey. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. uh, Anyway, not enough teeth. He doesn't have the fucking teeth, but you can't. You can only get that genetically passed down to you from fucking Gary Busey. Um, it's it's superior trait from Gary uh, Busey. Yeah, superior evolutionary traits. Uh huh. He's he's. That's the next step in human yeah. evolution. Is Gary Busey's yeah, teeth? Yeah, uh, that's a better. That's an interesting theory to posit. I wonder what this movie's theory is. Um, so that it gets sent to this lab, and then Olivia Munn is brought in. Uh, and that scene where she's brought in to like check out the predator is bafflingly edited and so super weird. And I found out from watching the ha- uh, half in the bag that's apparently the scene that had the child molester in it. So they had to chop that whole scene up. Uh, so the scene when they recruit yeah. her, right? I th- I yeah. thought it was. Well, I thought this whole movie was bafflingly edited, so uh-huh. it was kind of hard for me to pick uh-huh. out what was like like a problem. Yeah. Because I just think the whole movie was a problem, yep. but so yeah, she just kind of shows she, up. You're like, oh, yeah. and so she's there, like she's like a oh, biologist or something. And the predator then escapes, uh, and then Olivia Munn crosses paths with the loonies, who cross paths with the predator, uh, who they now think is after the gear that Boyd Holbrook's son Jacob Tremblay has. And then they got to go save his son, and then bigger predator shows up, and like. And then they got to deal with this bigger predator who wants to. Oh, and he's got two dogs. Oh, he's got two Hulk dogs. He's got two Angley's Hulk dogs uh, that arguably look worse. Um, yeah, I got to look something up actually real quick. But I don't know. That's basically the plot. I don't know if you have anything else to add. Uh, no. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. Sterling K. Brown shows up. And he's popping Nicoderm. Great kind of 80s. That's like a very 80s yeah. thing. Or like 90s kind of. It's like a hybrid of like a bad, like the bad guy just popping something constantly. He's got such a crazy, weird energy in this movie. Like, yes, it's great. He's great. In it. Sterling K. Brown, first of all, is great in everything. Um, he's Yeah, it just seemed like he was coked out. Which is, like, perfect, because this movie is stuck in the it 80s. Is in in ways, and, like, it, that's... In not good ways, yeah, That's but why it's unclear where it's, like... It, well, I think there were reshoots. Um, I think that had a lot to do with it. Um, I couldn't... I didn't know that there were reshoots going in, and I was, like... Oh, yeah. And I was, like, why does none of this blink together? And why is it so like horribly edited like the pacing was of like specific scenes was just so weird people were like talking over each other and like but like not cleverly written kind of way it was like let's just smash all of these lines together and hopefully people will be like oh well that wasn't explained and then when they rewatch it's like oh no you could hear it under Olivia Munn and Boyd Hallbrook talking Keegan-Michael Key kind of says something that's just kind of like what I got from a lot of the scenes um yeah and 
Every single one of the loonies is it, comic relief. <laughs> Which almost worked, because, like, I, I mean, I liked... I would have liked... There's, like, a part near the end where someone's like, well, it's up to the loonies to save the world or something like that. Like, they say, like, something along the... Like, there's something yeah. said like that. And I was I like... Just stick them... That's, I just want that movie, though. You know what I mean? Like, Predator attacks a VA hospital. That's it. Yeah. The, um... Uh... The, I think that that... Like, there's certain, like, pacing issues that, too, that also don't make any sense. I feel like... To have treated them more like characters too, the um, I would have loved to have meet them in group therapy. Yeah, there should have been a that should have been their introduction. That would have been good. And then maybe because like then you could have actually like everybody had everybody's issue that they have in this movie is the movie version of their issue, where it's I that's not how Asperger's is. That's not how Tourette's is. That's not uh, that's like. That's not how someone who's suicidal is. Like, there's like no one's issues are actually like presented in a real way. Yeah. Everything's just like the winky fun movie. It's version like a caricature like, and a stereotype. It's all ster- very stereotypical. Yeah, like Thomas Jane has Tourette's in it, and like I like Thomas Jane and things, but he's literally all reaction gifts. Yeah. He's always like, he's always like, he's and he's always like, shmu- shmu- I'm gonna do a visual bit on this podcast where we're like. <laughs> like it's, always, it, it's always him like agreeing or be like making some sort of yeah yeah you want me to put my hands more water more um I went, I went full Edgar Keegan-Michael Key was great uh, but that's just because I love Key Key and yeah. Peele um, no, he's great in everything uh, I this was the first movie though I noticed he doesn't just have a shaved head he's he's bald <laughs> which is I was like oh <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> I know uh, what you're talking about. That. No, well, it's funny because yeah. I think I was like half in the bag said it. Someone said it where they were like, "It's like it's half in the bag." I think I know. What they you were like, say. "It's just like they inserted him from a Key and Peele sketch into the movie and like green screened him in." And I was like, "Damn, Key and Peele should like make fun of this movie. They, they should, should do like one oh my one God. bit." Like an MTV Movie Awards bit where they just, do, but they do it for the whole movie and they just put Peel in the rest of it. <laughs> He's the predator, um, and it's oh, the hype man. I would love that. And it's the hype it's man. The hype man. <laughs> I would. <laughs> <laughs> or even, or, I would also love if it's the Continental Breakfast guy. <laughs> He's like the pred- He's the predator one, the, the normal predator, and then super oh, predator man. can be fucking Dude. someone. Uh, he could be the where my dookie go guy. Um, yeah, but where my dookie go? <laughs> predator. So I, I actually kind of found this out when I rewatched. Did you rewatch the Predator movies? I only had time for the first movie, and then I was I was on vacation last week. Uh, instead, I was watching Iron Fist season two, which was. Pretty good. I heard it's good. Uh, and and uh, BoJack season five, which I watched mostly on the flights, and boy, did it fuck me <laughs> up. Um, <laughs> but it's so good. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um, no, I only watched the first one again. I really wanted to get. A, I really wanted to watch Predator Two. I'm probably still gonna do it, but maybe not like as rush. Predator Two, I wanted to watch because I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. I th- and Predator same way. Yeah, I've only. Yeah, Predators I'd seen in theaters, and I remember really liking it. Um, 
but I just didn't. I didn't, get I didn't catch Predators, um, mm-hmm. which I did see in theaters too, and I actually like. I think I think that's my second favorite. Behind behind this one behind AVPR. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I would. This one's might be worse than AVPR. This is between AVP and AVPR for me. I have to rewatch AVPR though. I can't really make a decision on that. Okay, I thought you did because like AVPR at least like I hated that one. I didn't enjoy it, and I was like, why don't I like... Like, that was, like, during a time where I was like, oh, this is just a, like, a movie where there's, like, fucking head explosions, like, every five minutes, and, like, just gore and shit. And, I, and like, while I was watching, I was like, why don't I like this? And then they just <laughs> nuke the city. I was like, what? Like, yeah. that's... It gets really... Yeah. So dumb. Um, and it, it's a really dark color palette movie, too. Like, you can't, can't see, see anything. anything. Yeah. It's, like, so dark. It's weird. Yeah, I saw pictures of it. I rewatched okay. Predator 1, 2, and AVP, um, which I had the best find, I think, ever in that, like, my best spot, I spotted the actor that plays Coach Wolf Stanson in D2, The Mighty Ducks. And I was like... That's fucking Wolf Stanson. And I... <laughs> I remember when you texted me that. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Wolf Stanson. <laughs> Who is he in AVP again? He's like one of the driller dudes. He dies. Oh, okay. He dies. He's like one of the first three to die when Predator oh, okay. shows so up. Like the Predators? Can, yeah, the Predators show up. The three of them three. show up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... I, I was like, there was a, a YouTube video I watched that like broke down like what Predator is kind of in each one because they all kind of do have like a personality, but yeah. not really the one, not the ones in this. Like, no, um, everyone talks about how how the 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 main like the the right the the classic Predator kind of like acts in this one how he's like trying to save the human race and stuff, but then in the one good set piece, he is. He is fucking jacking everybody up, and then the other one's just a fucking stupid monster, and it sucks. But um, yeah, dude, I hated Bigger Predator. I hated I Bigger hated Predator a lot. I feel like I Bigger really Predator was added. Did. I kind of do too, because the entire third act was um, reshot like twice. Um, there's a, a shot in all the trailers where I don't know the actor's name. I'm going to look it up. Um, it's the guy from Moonlight. Um, oh, I think it's the guy from Moonlight. Yeah. Uh, Trevante Rhodes. Um, he is on the bat. He's on top of a, um, like a Humvee with like a 50 caliber machine. Yeah, it's like a tank. Shooting at something. It's, it's a fucking awesome shot. I love the energy and like the look of the fucking shot. And I'm like, oh, the whole time I was watching the movie, I was like, I can't wait to see what the fuck's when that's going to pop up. And it doesn't happen. Um, There's like BTS shots too of like predators in army tanks and stuff. Like there was like a yeah. full on. Well, you watched the half in the bag, right? Yeah. Okay, so half in the bag talked about it because ha- that that answered my question of like what was the ending supposed to be, which was apparently like a couple of like predators teaming up with the loonies to fight something else, and I'm like, I, w- what was so bad about that ending? <laughs> They had to reshoot it and give us this, the shitty, like the third act is like, we're, we're, we're like, I feel like there's so much more to a pack, but like 
the third act in this movie, I, I really need to talk about this. This is when I was completely just done with the movie. This mm-hmm. was the moment. What, like, what? Well, let me ask you this. Like, did you did you have a moment that like completely took you out of it? Um, I was done when they all hopped on the ship. Wow. Oh yeah. No, that was what at that point. I was, I was like, like, I wasn't like happy with the movie at that point, but I was yeah. just like, that was when I was just like, yeah, no, I'm, fuck this movie. <laughs> It was when, for me, it was, so at the end, near the end, um, they're trying to get something out of the one Predator ship, and Jacob Tremblay's autism makes it so he can understand Predator technology. Oh, yeah, that was that was kind of the beginning of the end for me, too. Not great. And then Super Predator um, oh, uh, yeah, breaks, he starts breaks into the ship, and he talks to him. No, I didn't hate that. I actually didn't hate that. Okay. That was creepy in a way that kind of worked for me. Mac um, Corp. What's his name? Literally, dude, I was, calling him the, I was calling him the bad guy from Logan. Do you think I remember anybody's fucking name in this thing? Uh, True. Oh, McKenna. 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 Yeah. McKenna. Um, and the Predator, this big Predator is about to blow up the ship, which has something that classic Predator was bringing to save the human race, apparently. Um, because even though they're hunters, they know they're hunting an endangered species because of global warming. We shouldn't have done it. Um, but it's a hoax. But the, um, uh, so he, he, he tells everybody that there's going to be a hunt and he's going to give him like a five minute head start. And it's, it's stupid in the sense where it's like, okay, so it's literally announcing this is the section of the movie where it's like, we're going to hunt everybody, but sure. It's creepy in a way that works where it's like this thing is an 11, it, they, they say it's an 11 foot tall predator that has like, it has like, I think they say it, but you can never really get like a look at how it works. It's bulletproof because I think it's like exosuit is under its skin mm-hmm. and it's kind of like Tony Stark nanotech where it's like, it will adapt. Like if it's getting shot out on it, like it's arm, it'll like, and like build up armor underneath it. It's. And everybody shoots at this thing for a fucking half an hour, and it's like, you, you do you not get it? <laughs> why do you, like why do you keep shooting at it? And then suddenly bullets work. But anyway. yeah, so the one thing I thought, so all right, let's let's rewind it a little bit. Yeah, we have to. And that's the point. Because like it's, it me, I think but. this is kind of a fun movie to like actually pick apart scene by scene as it goes. Okay, let's do it. I think that'd I be... love the opening scene. <laughs> So Wait. The, the opening scene is straight out of the J.J. Abrams. Segue. It's a perfect segue, Sean. I'm sorry to cut you off. It's a perfect segue for me to talk about how I saw this movie. Okay, so oh. the so the opening scene is a regular predator ship getting chased by another predator ship, and it's like an exciting spaceship chase where like one it's, it's like one ship's like moving and it's like. Whoosh, it's like shifting around and it's moving and then another one's shooting at it's firing lasers and there's explosions rewinding to before i saw the movie i was in seattle last week uh and i think it's really lame to see movies on vacation but i had to make an exception and i sent (laughs) sean like a paragraph of fucking nonsense where i was like here's some copy for our instagram which i don't think he used uh (laughs) and then because i had to tell him that the hunt has never been closer in Regal Cinema's 40X experience, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd driven past the, the Regal in Seattle, and I looked in the window, and I could see the Predator poster, and I could see that there was, like, a picture frame around it, and it said fucking 40X. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. 
because there's like eight of those in the country. So like, yeah. there's not one. There's not one in Philly. So like, I've never done it. I was like, I, I need to go. So like that day, I hiked like a beautiful hike that overlooked a lake. Then I went to the Museum of Pop Culture and saw a shitload of movie pre- like memorabilia. Sean, I burned through most of my data just sending you pictures of props from movies that I saw that day. Uh, it was super lame. Uh, and then I saw like a art uh, gla- uh, the Chuli the Chuli uh, exa- I can't fucking say it. Um, it's a glass blowing museum that's right by the um, Space Needle. Fucking impressive as hell. Um, and then I saw then I went to the Gum Wall in Seattle. That popped in, saw another little landmark, and then I went to go see this movie by myself. So the opening scene is the spaceship chase, and like the seats move and shit. So like the why is like the ships like banking and getting like shot at? The seats are like and they like punch you in the back and like vibrate and stuff. And every laser blast, there's, like, a strobe light timed in with it. And, like, the sound is, like, real, real loud. And it's, like, and I'm, like, I was, like, whoa. (laughs) They, like, they, like, hit you with fans and shit. So I was, like, I was, like, this is fucking great. Uh, So the spaceship chase happens. The ship crashes. And then it, like, crashes over Boyd Holbrook doing, like, a sniper mission or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And... I this is actually something I wanted to bring up. The, the the people who he's watching through his scope, one of them looked like um Reek, uh who is in this movie. And I was like I was like, is this like a reshoot thing? Like I thought because he does Reek doesn't have a lot to do in the movie. I thought that was gonna be like a twist that he was somehow working with Um I, I didn't that didn't catch my eye, no. I don't know. I was probably just I'm blown away by how all my senses were kind of on high alert. So who knows what I was saying? The 4DX experience. Um, (laughs) One thing I had to note about that was that the music and how it was shot and the well shot CGI'd um, (laughs) very JJ Abrams. I was like, this feels like a Star Trek, Star Wars opening. Yeah. Uh, And then I was like, yeah, no, it was fine. I didn't it hate it. Cool. I just I just immediately invoked that feel of him. Yeah. I like um, the way it warped through space. It like fired something that like cracked a hole in space, and then it yeah. went through that and it like sealed up behind it. I was like, that's neat. I haven't yeah. I haven't seen that. Um, so um, then also, ship, what you got? Pre- I just wanted to preface all this with the predator has rules, which I also found out about. Um, okay. It only kills armed people, mm-hmm. I guess. Have you? I, which yeah, I think this movie kind of throws out the window. Not kind of. Well the, well, the predator like is an like the predator doesn't uh, completely obey. But, like they're not sportsmen. Like you know, and it mean? doesn't like, kill pregnant women or children. Yeah, and you can't feed them after midnight. Um... <laughs> Yeah, good one. It's a gremlin's reference. Oh, shit. I Sorry, this is a quick tangent, and it, this literally just reminded me. Because um, I was looking at the box office from this past weekend. A house with the clock in its walls came out or whatever. And so it's like Goosebumps and that are like two movies that have done pretty well financially. Like, like not like big numbers, but like they're decent financially for um, like Jack Black starring like Kitty Horror. And I... <laughs> 
So I came to the conclusion uh, that if they ever remake Gremlins, he's going to be the dad who goes and buys Gizmo from the um, fucking... Oh, dude. I, I'm, I'm putting money on that. It's going to be... And Jack then Black also King. voices all of the Gremlins. Yeah! Rig-a-goo! <laughs> and then KG's one of them, too. You got to have... <laughs> You gotta have a little KG. <laughs> and KG as the voice of Stripe. <laughs> oh, dude, it's totally crazy. Uh, it's, um, <laughs> it's funny just to us. Oh, uh, man. Um, um, so, um, uh, I also did enjoy, they, they use a lot of the original music from the um, old yes. movie. And the title card and like the font is all the Simple. same. Simple. Yeah. I'm like, I, I like that. Yeah. I was, that's the one thing I was really hoping they were going to do was like this 80s sitcom credits at the end. I was like, <laughs> you, you gotta go for that. Like, if you're, you, like, you gotta go for broke. Like, Shane Black totally would, I bet you he probably fought for that. That was probably why they decided to reshoot the whole thing because he probably made yeah. a whole stick about that and they're like, like well, make a worse third like, act then. Could you imagine, like, dude from Moonlight putting a cig out on his tongue and just, like, giving a thumbs up to the camera or whatever? Like, oh you know, he's got, like, a freaking gun in his hand. He's like... Thomas Jane just doing a bunch of weird twitches, twitches. and stuff. And then <laughs> smiling and looking at the camera. Oh, uh, God. Jacob Tremblay just, like, apologizing. Or, like, to like his agent just apologizing to him. And then he smiles. Uh, Apologizing man. to the audience for giving us Jacob Tremblay. Um, Who gets to reenact um, Carl Weathers' shot, though, from those end credits? Because that's the best one. Well, so I was thinking that's what the dude from Moonlight would be oh. like with this. I don't know. No, well, Carl. No, I specific the Carl Weathers one. Like every other, everyone else's like shot looks like it's actually taken from the movie, maybe. Like a, like they all seem like it's like maybe B roll or like kind of shot. yeah like an alternate take or and something. And Carl Weathers is his like kind of like looking off in the distance, and then someone tosses him like a, a submachine gun. He catches in his hand and he smiles and he's like, <laughs> "It's yeah, the, it's that's so sad." His is the best one. And after rewatching the movie, I'm like, I want to put this shot in everything I do now. <laughs> For like no reason, just like just like always do it in the end credits or something. I don't fucking know. It's the best one. Um, um so <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I was like. Come on, please do it. That was like I yeah. was pr- literally I fucking to praying for that. Come on, I want you to do it. I want you to I do want it. You to do it. <laughs> oh, we gotta talk about that after. Um, so it's almost midnight. Here. Predator. So long. anyway, it goes to. Boyd Hallbrook, um, he's sniping. He's like, like drug cartels, human traffickers. Doesn't it really matter. Literally doesn't matter. <laughs> no, and he shoots one of them, and then Predator blows up a spot, and there's like a little bit of a tussle with Predator. Mm-hmm. Predator takes out his other guys. Well, the he's got like crashes. two or other guys. Yeah, he crashes over above him. But this is this is important for my viewing um, experience. So the Predator is invisible, and it starts like making noise and like blasting at Boyd Hall, Boyd Hall, he starts like attacking him and you can kind of see that he's invisible and it like he predator like jumps through the trees and the seats are like moving with his jumps. And that's when I start to be like, Hmm, maybe these seat movements aren't always going to be properly motivated by things. <laughs> uh, 
And then Boyd Holbrook's like has like another soldier or somebody is like strung up and they're like above the predator and blood drips down on the predator. And that was like a a cool shot in theory, but it does not look great in the fucking movie because the CGI is real bad. Yeah. I loved the idea of this shot where the blood drips Mm -hmm. down on the invisible predator's face because it was like passed out and it starts to make the, the face and the eye like where its eyes are tangible and then its eyes open. And then you can see them, but like the it, it looks really bad uh, in CGI. Mm-hmm. But the important thing is, CGI th- blood never looks good. No, when the blood was dripping down though, uh, from the uh, from the, the the body in the movie, water just comes down from the ceiling in the fucking theater, and it just like drips on you. I was like, oh, this is great. Like that was a, <laughs> that was the best moment because I was like. That's what's happening. Any other time there was water, it would be like a scene where it's raining and they would just sprinkle some water on you for the first two seconds of the scene and then it would stop. Yeah. I was like, I was like, okay. Let's just let it go. Let me let me walk out drenched. Yeah. Break my phone. Yeah. <laughs> go for broke. That's probably why. Uh, so Predator wreaks havoc, but they take him down. <laughs> I don't even remember. How did they, how did Sean, they get that was, that was Predator? A, Sean, buddy, that was a great headline. Predator wreaks havoc, <laughs> but we take him down. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't remember. He, I'm a 40s newspaper guy now. I didn't tell you. <laughs> you didn't. Uh, he like, I don't remember because he's like passed out. And then Boyd, he like takes a bunch of his gear did his gear also like, really really him? dumb move? Why would you do that? It could yeah. be radioactive. Oh, and he, and like, he also he they also do explain it. Fucking I don't know. Yeah, he gets the golden snitch, and um, I don't know. It just looked like the golden snitch. It uh, did. No, I know. I'm just going over the details of this movie. Like Woodhold Pro can turn invisible for most of the movie, and then he doesn't use it, and then he uses it once at the end, and it sort of helps for a second. And then, like, yeah. there's a shot of him losing the ball that makes him invincible. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I know. It's this, it, it, this movie, if you could one word review this movie, it's nonsensical. I, I'm remembering now, um, before this came out, what the plot description was. And it was, like, about, like, a high school teacher who somehow receives predator tech who gets, like, wrapped up in having to deal with, like, the predators here now. And that's not... No one's a high school teacher in this movie. <laughs> like, I mean, that would have been cool. That could have been like an Indiana Jones kind of. It, it would have been more interesting if it's like a hero who doesn't. Who's um, not super um, well trained. Well, that's why like the second one's kind of endearing is because it's it's fucking lethal weapon. It's Danny Glover. Oh, it, well, let's talk about that. I'm sorry, you said lethal weapon, and it triggered something else I want to talk about. Fucking Thomas Jane and Keegan-Michael Key are just doing a lethal weapon in the middle of this fucking movie. Their whole relationship. (laughs) Which Shane Black wrote. Well, I kind of liked... There was, like, kind of a mini-reveal, and I was like, ah, that's... mm, I kind of... No, I didn't... It it kind of pulled at my heartstring a little bit. They're... Yeah, but talk. not like it wasn't good, but like it was just like uh, it was it was like something in this movie to actually like it was I, I liked the two of them together as problematic as everything fucking was. And like even yeah. as like what you sort of learn about them, which may or may not even be revealed. Um, and the it is their their ending is also kind of like problematic. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
but okay, so let's just talk about it. Keegan Keegan Michael Key's thing is he um, friendly fire and he killed his uh, uh, comrades, um, and so he's like, compl- but he it's left him broken, but he just fucking cracks jokes all the time because that's like the only thing that he can kind of like do to keep himself like together. And then him and Thomas Jane are like super close. Then we find out that they were in the same unit and Thomas Jane was the only dude who survived getting killed. And then through all of their, um, like court hearings and stuff like that, they just kind of were stuck together for days and days and days at a time. And then they're like, they're friends. And it's also like, they're kind, they might be in a relationship. It's did Keegan Michael key give Thomas Jane Tourette's. <laughs> what a sentence! Um, I, well, because oh, because I, I don't near the end he says like, can you're you? back, and he's like, oh, I never well, left, and then he doesn't have Tourette's anymore. Well, because I also like don't know <laughs> army procedure, but like, can people with Tourette's be in the army, especially oh with the God. severe severe Tourette's that? Thomas Jane has oh, he's the reaction gif Hollywood version of it um yeah but that's what I mean like I don't see the logic there no I think you're right I think you're right I think I think he gave him Tourette's I mean you can't you can't be in the army with like a hernia so dude do you think I don't know do you think it gave him movie to, it gave him what he thought like do you think it was all psychosomatic that's why he doesn't really have Tourette's holy I read a thing online James oh, James Black Shane Black has Tourette's <laughs> obviously like there it's like more mild I'm assuming but I was that like you think he would know that was, I don't know like I, I can't really speak to it because I don't really know yeah. but like it, it to me from like my limited knowledge of the army and like what they would allow. Yeah. I don't know. I, no, I, I, can you just get Tourette's? I think so. Um, there's a, there's a, I don't know. There's a comic in Philly who I've seen. Um, he did, he talks a, a lot about it. I think he's been on Tosh. Um, uh, he did a whole show or he did, I was in the show where we did, had to do like presentations on something and he did one where it was, it was him talking about his Tourette's and he, he talks about it a lot in his act. Um, and he was talking, I think he was like, you think he was saying he like experimented with like, um, a psychoactive drugs and then like suddenly got Tourette's like later in like late teens, early twenties. I was like, that's, that's fascinating and kind of terrifying, but, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I I don't know. So I, like, I don't want to assume, but I was just like. I didn't even have that thought until now. I was like, wait a minute. I think he did. No, like, but I think you're right. Because then at the end, he's like, <laughs> he doesn't have it. <laughs> yeah, it's... it. Like I said, this movie does not handle mental illness so well. So my question also is when she... And it tries to. And I... Like, can I applaud the effort? No. Probably not. So when Shane Black said this in an interview, this wasn't like him trying to save face because of all the other fucking terrible decisions that were made in this movie, like the child molester and the Asperger's and just the movie being bad. It wasn't just like, well, I mean, well, I can, it wasn't him being like, well, I can at least save face on the Tourette's one. (laughs) (laughs) I like, I don't know. It was like the top one on IMDb trivia. So I don't know. It was like I I opened it. Yeah, I didn't actually look at it yet. Um, 
$80 anyway. million. Dollars. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's how much it made? No, that's how much it cost. 88 that's it? Yeah. That's definitely a lie. How do you reshoot a movie twice and only... Dude, I don't, I don't know. I guess Predator I guess Predator movies don't really need a big budget. No, they don't. Um, 88 is way too much. No, but uh, I don't know. Um, so Predator is now underground, hanging out with Jake Busey and Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown's like spearheading the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He's popping Nicorettes. Um, and he's all just like he's super cocky. It's just like, oh, you want to see a spaceman? He he just like yeah he he does have a weird energy. I kind of like I liked it too, a lot. I was he's like, great. This guy's unsettling. Uh, and apparently they cut out Edward James almost of the movie in the movie, and he was like another bad guy. And they were like, oh, we're just gonna make Sterling K. Brown the bad guy. Okay. Um, yeah, what? I don't know. Um, yeah, I think Benicio it was del Toro was supposed to star in the lead role. Now I'm just reading. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, IMDb trivia right now. I feel like Predator movies they they have a hard time getting them off the ground. Like I think Predators, the one with Adrian Brody was they had a hard time getting that going I too. They did. That was like a ten million dollar movie or something like that. Like it was like cheap. <sighs> that was really good because it's, it's yeah, it's an interesting fucking movie. Um, it's got a good twist. Mm-hmm. Um, and they introduce kind of like the hierarchy of predators. They should do, they should go dovetail off of predators too with the gun, the musket and do like an, a 1700s predator. I, I would love watching would dudes love with that. muskets having to fight as fucking alien uh, with fucking uh, paintball guns. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> just a really wacky, uh, like Disney Fucking comedy about kids, the wacky kids, like the Paper Brigade. Does anybody remember the Paper Brigade? Anyway, <laughs> um, that's what I was trying to to say the whole time. But I was trying to say everything but the name, the Paper Brigade. Uh, well, like what? Yeah, I get. There's apparently a comic though that explains what the pit, where the pistol came from, and it wasn't a, a apparently it wasn't like a trophy he took from somebody he killed, but it was like they fought back to back, and like that the the dude who had that pistol died and the predator kept it as like a trope as like a token of respect kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll one ticket in 40 X to see that movie, please. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like they, they've already established that predators have been coming to earth for deck years, like don't centuries make a movie that explains why they rip out spines. You know why they do it? Cause it's fucking metal. Yeah. It's, it's fucking terrifying. So, all right. I want to talk about the original Predator because it's great. It's a movie that, Stick like, around. if you saw it when it came you out, fucking like you, you because you're like, oh, what? it's like an Arnold Schwarzenegger like Commando. It's it's the '80s from Dusk Till Dawn. It is. It's Commando for the first half, and then the second half is like this. It's almost a silent movie where it's just man versus monster, and it is one of the best. It's slasher. Movies. It's a slasher it's movie, every, but with an alien. It's every genre, basically. Um, it kind of mm-hmm. is, yeah. It's comedy. It's, it's comedy. It's action. It's horror. It it's has sci-fi. It's survival. It has man shakes. It has man handshakes. Romance. That I didn't realize that meme. You know the meme where it's like the the two guys giving a handshake. Uh-huh. 
and it's like, you know, opposing things, agreeing over one thing. <laughs> uh, that's from Predator. I didn't realize that yeah. that, like, you son of a bitch or whatever. Yeah, you got you pushing too many pencils. <laughs> great. Uh, <laughs> but so, like, that's what's so great about Predator is, like, it's just this movie that also I didn't realize uh, was John McTiernan directed Die Hard. That guy's got some fucking dude, movies. Dude. <sighs> yeah, he do. John McTiernan's one of the fucking... He's, like, yeah. the best fucking action director of, like, the 80s and early 90s. Like, Die Hard 3 is the other one that he did. Um, oh, he did, he did three. 3. He didn't... Rennie Harlan did 2. Uh, what the fuck else did... He also did um, Last Action Hero, and I feel like there's something else in there that McTiernan did. Uh, other than Crimes, which put him in jail. Um, he did uh, Rollerball. Rollerball. <laughs> um... Die Hard with a Vengeance, Last Action Hero, yeah. Hunt for Red October. I don't think I've ever seen that, but um, yeah, no, McTiernan's fucking crazy, and like the Predator, oh God, Predator's so fucking good. Uh, so yeah, and then two was great because then they took they took the Predator and dropped him in Lethal Weapon. <laughs> I'd watch. I'd watch like, that. Like yeah, right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what's so cool about the first two Predators is, like, they just drop this thing into other movies. Yeah. Drop them into a swashbuckling, like, 1700s Pirates of the Caribbean. Dude, Pirates of the Caribbean 6, but then suddenly a Predator shows up and it's a crossover. And no, because now they, oh, my God, it's Fox. They could. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Johnny Depp just, like, drunk fighting an alien. Uh, The... So, yeah, that is actually, I think, the way to do it. Apparently, Predator, rumor that I read in a Cracked article years ago, was that after Rocky IV, they're like, well, how do we raise the stakes now? And apparently it came from, the the initial idea came from them being like, well, maybe Rocky fights a space alien. And then, yeah, I I don't know if that's completely true or not, but I read that in a Cracked article. That'd be awesome. I love it. So, like, I was thinking about this. Well, that's how they pitched Home Alone. I think they pitched Home Alone as Predator with a kid. Are you fucking kidding me? I could that. It's like some one of those yeah. other stories where I'm like, that could be not true at all. But I also could totally. The believe Weekly that. Planet has like a classic clip where they they do uh, superhero showdowns, which I need to submit one to because they're going to do one on like the next episode where it's Kevin McAllister versus the Predator. They're like, okay, does he know he's coming? <laughs> Uh, does he understand what it is? And it, it's good. They just did, they did an animated version of it. Um, the other like uh, last week. Oh, that's great. awesome. Because um, I, I, I was thinking about, it, I was like, what? Wh- where do I want to see the predator? I think you're right though. It's just got to be you write another movie and then the predator shows up and like you don't tell anybody. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like the element of surprise. Like I feel like with marketing now, they always take that yeah. out. And bigger they, Predator clearly they t- was I, not supposed to be known. Bigger Predator would have been better if it... It wouldn't have oh. been great, but it would have been better if I didn't. I'd be like, oh, cool. Like, Bigger Predator, mm-hmm. word. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think um, th- this is my weird idea that, <laughs> that I've had for, um, like, what what's the Predator scenario that I want to see? Because it's also just like, where is he hunting? We've seen him in the snow. We've seen him... I don't know why I went with AVP first. Uh, we've seen him in the jungle. We've seen him in the snow. We've seen him in a city. We've seen him in a small town. Um, we've seen him on another forest planet. But, like, there's not much else to do with that. 
and this is my crazy idea for one, Sean. This is my spec script idea for a Predator movie directed and written by you and me, buddy. Uh, I want... the. This would have to be explored in some sort of backstory, but I would want there to be a, a, a young Predator, a child one, who is like... I want it to be like he's on safari is like the concept that's getting kind of like expressed. Um, so he wants to go hunt people. Uh, but his father was one of the predators from one of the early movies who's dead. So he's grown up and he's like a little rich. I want him to be like a rich kid on safari who literally shows up and I want him to wipe out a fucking city. And it's just a predator hunting people in, like, the destroyed remnants of a city. Because you could have a couple... You could expand on the lore where it's like, like, no, this isn't how we fucking do things. But he's like, I want it to be, like, a rich kid one who just has, like, all the fucking toys. And there's, like, some who are trying to stop him. I don't know. I want I want ruined city. And he's got no... He's got none of that, like, predator mm-hmm. code yet. He's just, like, going uh-huh. crazy. Uh, I don't know. I Like, on, a, like, a super sweet 16 kind of, like, safari hunt. Because um, I'm like, that's... It's like Richie Rich. Blank check with Predator. <laughs> yeah, Macaulay Culkin's going to play him uh, in this one. Uh, he could. He could probably play a Predator. Um okay. Jesus Christ. The, uh, I don't know. That, that, that idea also sounds really... Oh, I'm it sounded kind of dumb now that I said it out loud, but the... I'm into it. I, I'd, I would say a destroyed that. city, like, Predator. And, like, that happens early, and then it's just people in rubble just fucking... Like, post-apocalyptic Predator. He's picking yeah. off the rest. No, it's just one, it's just one cut-off um, area, and it's just, like, this crazy thing. It's, like, you can have, like, disaster relief and stuff, and it's he's trying to elude the... I don't know. It's... Um... So Predator is hanging out in, with Sterling K. Brown and Jake Busey. Olivia mm-hmm. Munn's there, and she's like, "You're one beautiful motherfucker," which was the most cringy fucking. I, I got uh, okay. I I think I okay, audibly talk about this now because they do that. They flip that line on its head, and they say, "Ah, oh, the, the, the oh, you one beautiful motherfucker." And then there's also we just got to talk about it. Later, Trevante um, uh, Rhodes says, get to the choppers, and then it cuts to a bunch of motorcycles, and then get on a bunch of choppers. So I, I was thinking about this, where how angry it made me, and like I remember Rise of the Planet of the Apes does it great, where... Um, Draco Malfoy uh, is a t- he's like fighting the he's like tasing all the apes mm. and he want, Caesar grabs him because he doesn't want to get tased anymore and he's like get your paws off me you damn dirty ape and this point in the movie is like used to every I remember seeing this in theaters like I was so fucking stoned when I saw Rise in theaters too it was great <laughs> one of my favorite movie going experiences to be completely honest uh, this moment in particular because I it's like for a second it's like oh he fucking said it's like ha oh, ha he said the line and then you roll your eyes because it was dumb. Uh, and they gave the worst character to, to say it, and his line delivery is awful. But then it's immediately followed up with Caesar speaks for the first fucking time, and it's like, oh shit! So it's like you, you're like, uh, and then you're like, oh fuck! Yeah, Plot it catches you. Um, anyway, this movie doesn't do that. It just There's says a... things that you recognize, and it's like, fuck you. But, oof. and like, it's not. It's like Predator Two does it so much better. When they flip the line, because the fucking predator says "motherfucker," and what it's does like this happen so over the top. In Predator Two, 
Glover is like, you're one ugly, and then Predator wakes up and chokes him. He's like, got him by his neck, and he goes, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And then this was my next point I wanted to bring up. Glover also calls um, Predator pussy face. Um, and it kind of just like, I was like, oh, God, it does have a vagina yeah. mouth. And it's like overtly. And they made it even more overtly vagina mouth in this one. And I was like, really? They, they doubled down on it. I was just like, God yeah. damn it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird. That roar is like a lion. It just like straight up has a lion roar in yeah, this or weird. something. Like it's not even like they, it like they didn't try to make it weird sounding. They just took a, yeah. an animal. The, um, the, so the predator is like knocked down on that table, and Jacob Tremblay starts fucking with the 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 predator tech, and it draws bigger predator to Earth to Jacob Tremblay, and for some reason that makes classic predator wake up in this lab. Um, and this is the one good set piece, in my opinion. It's yeah, fucking it's awesome. awesome. It doesn't feel like it's reshot. There's like not really CGI. It's a dude in fucking makeup murdering everybody. This movie actually has great kills. Like there, there's one yeah. later on where Super Predator has like he can have like a fucking Baraka pool knife come out of his like wrist, and he, he just like grabs a dude, and he's just like on one knee, and he like grabs a dude by like the scruff of his neck, and he's just like. <laughs> He's like super fast, just like fucking stabbing this dude over and over, and then he like throws him across a room. It, it's awesome, but uh, we get to see the predator bite a dude with it with its uh, mandibles, which was neat. He goes in, mm. and he just grabs dude, and this one's supposed to be nice and like wants to save the human race, but that's that's like kind of inconsistent. That's why I think the reshoots kind of change that because he just like straight up like. Claws a dude's face yeah, off, he, and like he, he like slaps it's him, and then his face is like clawed off. I'm like, I don't remember him being that strong, but yeah, yeah, yeah it was. There's an like awesome um, part where he's going down a hallway, and it just looked really good too. And he's just like, dude, Larry I, Fong oh, shot fuck, it. I saw that. Yeah, Zack Snyder's DP. You wouldn't be able to tell yeah. from the later stuff, but I wonder if it was shot on film. It was probably I shot on film. The second half was. I feel like no reshoots. Are, I don't know. Well, I mean. <laughs> but the um, there's um, also a part in that where he's walking down a hallway and he like grabs a, a soldier who's there and he like rips his gun out of their hand and there's a predator with like a fucking M16 just like one handed shooting it at people and it's awesome. Um, next he's spraying, just spraying like yeah. it's kind of sideways and he's like, um, his arms kind of up and he's just like, it's fucking cool, man. This predator's cool. Yeah. Uh, they he also doesn't have like um, gear. Anyway. So it gets out. Yeah, and he gets out, and Olivia Munn's chasing it with a tranquilizer. Oh, there is a good scene, a little bit of a tense moment when she's trying to de-sanitize, and it's like like looking around, and he sees her naked in the fetal position, and it's like, ah, she's not threat, so he leaves her alone. Um, He goes, ooh, ooh, sorry, someone was in here, and then he he walks away. (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm so uh, sorry. (laughs) And then he, <laughs> then they, it's like they're um, cute. I just picture Colossus <laughs> when like, <laughs> um, so she, she starts chasing him with a trank on a rooftop tranquilizer gun that looks like, uh, yeah, that they, they reshot that. Um, 
and it just looks it looks so hokey running. Okay. Um, some shots, yeah. Other shots, he kind of looks like a football player. It's cool. I don't know. Yeah, so it's running, and the crazies also. Boyd Holbrook's in the bus the loonies, with the crazies, and he tells the them that he saw a space alien, and then they see a dude running up on rooftops, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, that's a space alien." <laughs> So she jumps also, onto the bus. I don't remember if it's in the lab, but there's a part where Olivia Munn starts to wonder what the dreadlocks might actually do biologically, and like it's just a thing in the background. And I, that, like that, that's kind of funny, but it also pisses me off. Like where it's just like, anyway, sorry. It's like almost like retconning, like the the, the spinoffs are doing in Star yeah. Wars. It's like, do we really need a movie to explain no, you don't. this shit? It's like Terminator Genesis. It's, it's also like Terminator Genesis, where it's like, well, let's just do one where a different Terminator goes back in time to kill Sarah Connor as a baby. It's like, well, it's not the fucking point. You just shut up, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> Cinemasins. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Predator gets out and. Uh, Olivia Munn shoots herself in the foot, literally, and she gets knocked out. And then this was a pretty decently funny bit, too, where she's in the bed and they're all like putting things on the bed to make her comfortable. When she wakes up, there's like a cup of tea on the bed and like they're like trying to position it so she yeah. doesn't knock it over when she wakes up. Like that was well, that was a good bit. I thought telling her was funny because like it should have read as way more creepy. But then like. She like goes. She grabs a gun right away, and everyone's like, "Yeah, like I fucking told you, she was gonna do it." And she like tries to shoot at him, and then there's like a moment, and everyone's like, "Oh, I fucking come on!" Like, I, I, yeah. There, there's, they're like giving money to like, each other. Yeah. I did like the loonies. Like it, it, it's they had such a fucking good energy. I was like, I could watch an entire movie of just these characters. If you cut out, yeah. If you cut out Tremblay. And fuck even Holbrook, I would get rid of him. Yeah. Oh, he's he was so fucking uninteresting. He's yeah. fucking Wonder Bread, dude. Um, he's so he's diet Draco they, Malfoy because he looks like Draco Malfoy, but he's not. Yeah, he's very does. Distracting. Yeah. Um, and like this is when I was like, okay, when they leave the hotel room, I was like, I would have been fine with this being the beginning of the third act. But really, it's like the almost beginning yeah. of the second act, you know, like then they find out that bigger predators there. He fucking kills regular predator real fast. No, they fight the they fight um, the dogs. Before. Apparently, I also bigger predator has two Hulk dogs from Ang Lee's Hulk. Oh, and that's right. So they're yeah. not even they're not even the fucking so dog designs looking. from predators, which they're not great designs there, but they're not like big, chunky blob things. I think the dogs were all added in reshoots because when they fight them, when they fight them, they fight them on a baseball field and they're about to tra- attack Jacob Tremblay. Who? Jesus Christ. <sighs> Jacob Tremblay has gotten really good <laughs> at predator tech um, and he understands how to use it and it's Halloween. And so he literally tapes the pre. Which I also liked as a bit. Like, why don't you expand you on it being predator Halloween? Predator trick or treat. Like, make it, drop him into a Halloween movie. Part. Plot Predator and Hocus Pocus. What? Fucking why not? <laughs> That's a great idea. Um, holy shit. Yeah. I would fucking love if it's a shitty slasher movie and then like halfway through the movie, like the slasher is about to get like the main girl or whatever, or like the final girl. And then suddenly 
He's like, oh. <laughs> you see the, mm-hmm. the triangle. And he, just gets, he gets his arm blown off. And oh, then, like, yeah, it's, it's the killer and, like, the final girl teaming up together to try and, like, get away from the predator. And I don't know. That'd be interesting. The, um, I will say, though, the Halloween had one of the coolest special effects when he blows up, up the house. Inadvertent. Which I think hey, was um, I think that was practical. Dude. A, okay, so the, one of my coworkers ended up seeing an early screening of this, which I was gonna be able to go to, or I got free tickets to, but I wasn't able to go to. Um, so I gave them to my coworker who I knew wanted to see it, and he was like, "There's some signs and stuff that are like really dumb in the movie." So the the school uh, has a sign that says like it's it's parent teacher conferences for parents and STDs, uh, which is weird. It, they have that, and then Sean, do you know what house uh, Jacob Tremblay inadvertently blows up and murders somebody, and then never talks about? Do you know? Do you know what the house number was? No. It was four twenty. Oh, it was four twenty. <laughs> I did notice that. I was like, ah, did they nice. care? That's, um, that's the question. Did they care? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I liked that. When he blows up the house, it did, because it, cool. it looks practical, it was. It looked like they blew up a house, the, but again, he. And I was like, I mean, made no sense. And I was like, he just killed uh-huh. like ten people, and then just walks away, and then, he, and he, is he, fine. He, yeah, um, and then, but he's he, he's like, yeah, he showed, showed those bullies. bullies who made fun of him for having Aspergers, <laughs> and then he walks in. He's on the baseball field alone, or football field. I thought it was baseball. Doesn't matter. Uh, but it because it's. Clearly yeah, all green screened for some fucking reason. And then the predator dogs show up and then all the loonies show up to fight them. And it's awful. <laughs> like one, one eats a grenade yeah. and then it like the shot of it blowing up is so bad. And then it just, and then and the other yeah. one, they like lobotomize and then it just starts like puking up and grenades for the rest so of the movie. What? I was like, what the fuck yeah, is Toronto going on Rhodes with this thing? Find out. He, he said he um, shot his captain, uh, and that's why he's in the loonies, but then it turns out that he shot himself in the head, and he was his own captain. So he's, like, suicidal and apparently really bad at shooting things in the head, which if they had done, a th- like, a third beat of that, it could have been a joke. But I don't know. Otherwise, it's just weird. I hated the dogs. Yeah. And, like, it's weird because, like, the dogs aren't great in yeah. predators. Like that action scene's bad. It's just not a good. I think it's a idea. Yeah. Well, it's a good idea. I mean, it makes sense because yeah. like Look hunters have the, dogs. The, but do you remember how, what they looked like in I, Predators? They're like no, like I gotta look weird, it up. Like, bony quills. It's kind of. It's kind of weird, but like it's it's more interesting. Um, these ones literally just like dreadlocked big Hulk dogs. Like, they have the Predator dreads. Like, it's not a good design. Um, um, yeah, no. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah they have, like, the at spikes. Least something. Um, so then all the loonies yeah. and Olivia Munn and Jacob and Tremblay are all together. And they get, like, chased. And there's a scene where they're at, like, a farm. And they all kind of talk. And you kind of learn everyone's backstory a little bit more. And then boy, uh, Sterling K. Brown shows up and he takes Jacob Tremblay because he knows Predator tech and he can get them in the ship. Um, this is, well, we're almost near the end. Um, 
then they get to the ship. <laughs> um, oh, wait, no, no, no. Okay, so after the dogs happen, then some, some of them are in the school. They needed to get something from the school, I think. And then Bigger Predator shows up, as well as Regular Predator. And Bigger Predator just fucking ragdolls, basically, Regular Predator. And throws him on a car, which is in all the trailer shots and stuff. And then he rips off the fucking helmet of the regular Predator. And then, like, just, like, punches his face and, like, crushes it. And then rips out his fucking head and, and his spine. And I don't know about your goddamn spine. Um, oh. That was crazy. Uh, anyway. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back. Um, they have the... In the underground thing when they're doing tests on Predator, they have the spear is it, uh, from AVP with the alien baby. tail. That's fucking great. It's canon, but I'm also like, why aren't they analyzing that? That's a fucking alien well, tail right yeah. there. They would. It's like you guys. They have also would like have had the gun from AVPR if if Alien vs Predator happened. It did because that gave birth to the Predalien, as we all know. Um, (laughs) But at the the end of that movie, it ends where it's like the Utani Corporation or the Wayland Corporation um, and Utani Corporation. I forget who um, they have. It's just Utani. They they give him at the end. Okay. Merger. It's before them, the merger. Uh, they get the, the shoulder cannon from the Predator, which in AVPR he can take off and use as like a handgun. Because um, I think he has like two shoulder cannons in, in AVPR. And so why didn't they have laser guns? They sort of did, which I'm about to get to. Um, so yeah, bigger. Yep. So bigger Sterling Predator Brown, kills yeah. regular Predator, and now everyone's got to stop team up to stop bigger Predator. And then Sterling K. Brown's like, well, we got to get in this ship because we've made a lot of really big jumps. And we think that this predator came and was he, he wanted to give us something to help us survive from all the other predator, all the other predators. We think he was nice. I'm like, where did you get this fucking idea from? He killed everybody but Jake Busey in your fucking lab. Yeah. He, got it, he got it from AVP. Probably. Um, <laughs> I would have loved if he'd like had like a like a like a band-aid or something on his face and then he took it off and he had like a scar like burned in <laughs> the scar the tea, the um, tea. The, oh, so man. he kidnaps a fucking kid to like let him in and then everyone's fighting and Sterling K. Brown and Boyd Holbrook hate each other and blah 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 and then Super Predator is just like hey I'm gonna go hunt all of you so get a five minute head start and then we'll go from there cool and everyone's like wait what so Sterling K. Brown has to team up with the loonies, and they're running from the Predator. And um, Sterling K. Brown has a bunch of Predator tech that his guys start to use. So he has, like, a shoulder cannon on him, and then one dude tries to use, like, the smart disc, which just cuts off his arm, and then the dude starts screaming, and he, Sterling K. Brown puts him down. And then Bigger Predator shows up and just starts fucking everybody up, and it's not interesting because he's in it's eleven feet tall and can grow a fucking Iron Man suit under its skin. So, buh. Um, The there's a moment where he Predator is killing uh, Key and Thomas Jane, um, and it's really chaotic. And then suddenly, this is when I was just done. 
suddenly uh, the shoulder cannon on Sterling K. Brown turns, and then Sterling, and then you hear this, the shot, and then Sterling K. Brown's head explodes, and then it cuts back to the predator fighting everybody else, and it happens so quick, and it makes no fucking sense. Sean. I didn't know he died until after I saw it and I read the internet. I was like, how did I he die? Like, like, what I was happened? So... I literally out loud at this yelling at my 4DX screen. I was like, what happened here? <laughs> that, 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 that like pissed me off a lot where yeah. I was like, now this isn't, this isn't really fun anymore. Uh, and they kind of imply mm-hmm. Key and Thomas Jane might be like, they, they might have a relationship, like they might be gay and then it kills both of them together in like a beautifully poetic thing, which is a problematic things that, that movies do, uh, where they kill you, kill your gays. Um, which this movie potentially does cause they never also say that they are. And also I never really got that, but I could see where you like got and that. Then, also, there's a part where Trevante Rhodes says that his actual name is Gaylord, and then they're like, oh, he calls himself Nebraska or something. They're like, oh, Nebraska's better. And I'm like, I don't know if that feels right. You were just in Moonlight, dude. <laughs> don't. <laughs> well, it's, it's like, it's, it, that goes back to kind of like the 80s. Like, it's a lot of the jokes are the 80s and out joke. of date. Like, those movies would have, like, yeah, sorry What's it I called? said Retar- that. I yeah. and because uh, Je- Jesse even yeah, well, I mean, we're just yeah. quoting Jesse the movie. Ventura. It's not a problem. And, uh, Jesse Ventura, like, come on, God like, that's what I mean. Like, it's it's, uh, it's dated, and oh wait, no, I remember the one that he says. Okay, he does, he does. No, he drops it. an f bomb. Like, uh, like, he says something. Oh right, you slap yeah. jawed. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like it's like dated '80s shit, but not good no. dated '80s Was this shit. Holding up a mirror you know? to nostalgia, being like, like, "No, you don't want this." <laughs> I don't know. That well, doesn't have from the bag kind of reference to the fact that they think uh, Shane Black kind of sabotaged the movie and was like using it to like as a satire I... on big budget movies and. Because I can't imagine him having, like, wanting to dive into I, this after doing Iron Man 3. the nice guys in between. And the nice guys is fucking great. That's true, but I don't. It's that's so why good. I'm confused. Yeah. I'm like, all, out of all of his movies, there's not even a fucking noir element to that. You know what I mean? Like, that's, it's missing all of his. Yeah. There's. It didn't feel all. like a Shane Black movie. It didn't feel like, it was just like, yeah. bleh. It was like studio Dude. vomit. That's so, what it was like. Right before Key like, and yeah. um, Thomas Jane die, and they have their moment where one is he's disemboweled, and the other one is impaled on like a tree, and then they shoot each other. Right, right before that happens, they manage to hurt Super Predator, and they shoot it, shoot at it, and it falls off of a cliff. And then we have this moment between Key and Thomas Jane, and then you think like, okay, there's probably going to be like a an exhale to kind of like breathe because predator also just fell off a cliff then no it just cuts to super predator pushing through some trees in a completely different location from where everyone was and now everyone else is in a completely different location just fighting still shooting at this 11 foot tall bulletproof monster which eventually goes in a spaceship and then everyone all of our all of our male heroes jump onto the fucking ship uh and then one dude gets his legs cut off by a force field which i kind of liked that moment that was cool and then it was the, the CGI worst. was terrible. Uh, and then Trevante Rhodes says, 
he his whole thing is like maybe I still really want to kill myself and then Boyd Holbrook's like hey can you not do that please and then his moment is he jumps <laughs> into the engine of the Predator ship to destroy it Sean but he fires a machine gun the whole time while he jumps in <laughs> Oh yeah, dude. He goes out like Falcon, dude. Um, I just always picture Falcon just constantly firing Uzis. Um, There's like one on his wrist, and then the other one's like kind of a gun. It's it's weird. Yeah. Oh man. Um. So. Well, going back to church was uh, church. I fucking know. What was the name of the dude? I don't know. It was like the dude who was like oh, okay. the long hair know. who gets that his was legs a good cut kill. off. That, I don't that, know his I, name. that was good. That, um. He was just, it was a good idea, but like, it looked like a fucking Final Destination yeah. movie. Like, that's yeah, not good. how bad the CGI was in that whole scene, yeah. but specifically that I was like, ooh. But not in like a gross, I'm like, yeah. ooh, that was really bad I think the CGI. I think the baseball um, field looked worse with the dogs, uh, but that's just me. I gotta rewatch that, because I don't, no, I, I don't, I'm not rewatching it. Um, I'll wait for it on HBO. Um, so, all right. So Predator gets away, and then they like fight it again. But it's just Olivia Munn and and then the dog Boyd shows Holbrook. up and like helps, and, and then vomits up like Predator bomb or something. Another bomb, and then he just kind of shoots a Baraka pool thing at him, and then he blows up. Yeah, I don't and even then, remember how he dies. And then he says, what are you? Then he's like, all oh, it blows off his arms and legs. All of his arms and legs are removed. And then Boyd Holbrook goes over to his torso because he's a fucking, he's a, it's a Black Knight situation. <laughs> and he's, uh, he's watch your he legs goes, off. <laughs> he goes, what the fuck are you? And Super Predator's about to, he starts gurgling and he's about to say something. And then he says, I don't care. And he shoots him in the face like nine times. And which, because now he's not bulletproof, because sure. Yeah, that was, and then it, I was like, oh, way to flip our and, expectations, Shane Black. Yeah. Oh. And then it then it literally fades to him packing away tokens of all of his fallen men. And it's like the worst what? transition. And, it, and then... Oh, the last scene. Is the worst fucking thing. I literally <laughs> have that in my li- worst ending scene is my note for that. Definitely I, reshot. I don't. I would barely even say it was shot. Like I don't. His hair was all weird and like wig. I don't know who said to do that. <laughs> I can't believe Shane Black really thought that that was a good idea. So the okay. So oh, the, God, yeah, you can say it. So then the movie's like, oh, by the way, what did the Predator bring? Because it did bring something to save humanity, right? Uh, and so Boyd Holbrook is led through a lab, and then fucking Jacob Tremblay, kid genius, has a desk <laughs> he works. in this underground... <laughs> he works at this underground lab, and he studies Predator tech all day now, and he's like, hey, how's it going, Dad? I was good in room. I thought I would meet BB-8 here. Nope. <laughs> uh, and then 
the 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 there it's it's like a coffin like it looks like a space coffin and it's like okay well what's in that and then they they figure out they they're about to crack it open they're like okay it's apparently the thing that's going to save us um from the predators of short race i was positive uh and then jacob is like oh it's i'm getting some readings oh it, it's saying what what's it say it's saying what's inside is called predator killer and it's like okay is it going to be Arnold in there? Because that might be really ridiculous. Is it going to be Adrian Brody from Predators? That might be cool. Where's he been for all these years and now he's the Predator killer? That's more interesting. But then it cracks open. I thought it was going to be an alien egg, too. That was my other... I kind of did, too. I thought it was. But was it? Because it's something comes out, it opens up, and then it is filled with black goo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's like this weird circular thing um, that's just floating there. And I think there's like a scientist who's like a he's a fucking featured extra in a bunch of stuff. I feel like he's in that episode of Sunny, but um, he reaches like his hand out towards it, and this thing shoots onto his wrist and like tightens to it. And then suddenly he starts covering him in like all this like energy, which starts solidifying into like metal and stuff. And it starts like encasing his body. He's freaking out. And like right before it gets to his head, I was like, is this about to biologically turn him into a predator? Because that's what I've I was nope. thinking District Nine too, dude. I was like, that's mm-hmm. I was like, okay, okay. I was like, that's something, I guess, because they kept talk they kept talking about like genetic engineering. Yeah, blah, exactly. Blah, blah, blah. But no, it's just an Iron Man Predator suit, and it's the worst looking thing in the fucking world. Yeah. It's got like two cannons that are like five feet long. It looks like anime Gundam shit. It's got metal dreads, Sean. <laughs> Sean, this thing had metal dreads. It looks so stupid. And then it like shrinks back down and they take the gauntlet off the guy. And they're like, what the fuck was that? And then Boyd Holbrook's like, I think that's my suit. And I'm a 44 long and I'm coming for him. And then the movie ends or something like that. Um, (laughs) I would have rather seen that whole movie, to be honest. Why? There's because nothing it's at interesting least, about that scenario. At least it's different. And like it's Iron Man fighting a bunch of fucking predators. There's nothing I don't what know. Do you, we, <laughs> I don't know. It's ridiculous I enough for me to be on board. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to see that movie. I don't either. I'm not looking forward I, to that. They should just scrap it. They will. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. <laughs> You know, it's a good sequel setup ending that's also kind of stupid and terrible. The Predalien from fucking Alien vs. Predator. Like, what a great little, like, sure, let's use the actual logic of the the, the movies and the monsters. Like, sure, let's let's do that. But this is like, I, I'm going to Google and see if they have the fucking Predator battle yeah, suit. Yeah, I kind of want to see it too, actually. I want to type in Predator Killer. Oh, it's a Predator Killer, that's what it's called. Uh, so everybody enjoy us googling this. The predator killer. The predator killer suit is so fucking bad looking. Yeah, it's bad. Why is it? Why are there articles telling me the predator ending explained? Like fuck off! I saw I saw what I saw. And it was the worst thing in the world. It looks like a fucking transformer fighter jet. It's. Uh, Do they not have it? They do. I found a couple pictures. 
I don't, Sean, I'm going to spare you from saying it because I hate it so much. I don't even know if there's anyone else there even to talk about with this piece of shit. It's so bad. It is terrible. No. I, all right. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention before we end this. Mm-hmm. Two more things. <laughs> okay. Uh, first of all, Lachlan Monroe was in this. Uh, oh, it was Who? Lachlan Monroe. Uh, he's like in all the bad, like the Wayne's Brothers movies. Um, who is he? You would know him if you saw him. He's in the Scary Movie. He's like the jock in Scary Movie. Uh, he's okay. in. He's like one of the cops, the detectives in White Chicks. <gasps> and he's like the. I he's, know he's weird. The, I know who you're talking about. I couldn't figure out who that guy was. I was yeah. like, what is he from? I haven't seen him in 10 years. What the fuck is that guy in? Oh, you okay. You know what? No, we, we need to go through this full cast because this cast is bonkers. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Boyd Holbrook, recent came, uh, claim to fame, bad guy in Logan, does a great job. Trevante yeah. Rhodes. He's just was always in, from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Trevante Rhodes was in Moonlight, and I want to see if he, what else he was in because I liked him in Moonlight. Twelve Strong, Westworld. Yeah, nothing. He's not in a ton, and unfortunately, he was in this. He's in something called Bird Box coming out. Jacob Tremblay is in this movie. Keegan Michael Key is in this movie. Uh, Olivia Munn, I would go as far to say, is really good in this movie. She's good. Her character is not well written at all. There is no character no. really, is except that she's a biologist. That's all we have yeah. on her, and that she could. She's a Mary Sue, um, which is kind of yeah. frustrating because like they had an opportunity to actually make a good character and they didn't. Yeah, it's really it's it's not a, it's not 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 to her fault at all she was she did the best with what she had no and like there definitely were parts where her being a biologist could have been interesting sterling k brown is fucking so good in in this but not thomas jane alfie allen augusto aguilera aguilera he's the long-haired dude nettles nettles jake Busey, yvonne Stra Stra Stravowski. Oh, she's um, uh, his wife, right? She's his wife. She just kind of disappears. Uh, uh, too helpful. She was too helpful too. I was like, be be a little more less helpful and make this like a little more complicated than yeah. it is. Like, if we're gonna throw all these side stories in, at least like make them make muddy the waters for like the yeah. characters. <sighs> God damn it! It's, it's just, excuse me. I'm. It's it's very late here. Um, I know. We'll wrap this up. It's all good. Wait, they're making the bench warmers too, according <laughs> to Lycon Monroe. Is this a fucking IMDb? Oh man! <laughs> I was just like, Sean, if he heard you say that, just the way that you did. Oh man, Lycon Monroe! Like he, <laughs> that would be the happiest fucking day in his life. <laughs> Oh man, no, yeah. So, um, the last thing. So basically, uh, the movie proposes that um, Aspergers and like autism are the next 
step in human evolution, which I actually weirdly heard on a podcast after I saw this was like, well, who's to say that that's a, a issue because like all of our like we're basing those things off of what our societal norms are for like conversing with each other and human interaction. Obviously it's a stretch, but like, I was like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's like a no, really a potentially problematic take on it. But yeah, um, I, I have heard that before. Yeah. Outside of this movie. Yeah. yeah. So they basically, now we found out that they're taking spines so they could like genetically engineer predators and, uh, one thing I know should have would have been cool was if they shot at Super Predator, Big Predator, and his blood had, was acidic, like the alien. What? When that happened? No, I'm saying that would have been cool. Oh, if they had done that, well, that would be real fucking cool, right? Because then you're like, why the fuck is that? Like, because like obviously you people would immediately think of alien. And be like, yeah. wait, why the fuck does that a thing now? And then AVPR definitely would have counted. Yeah. That's like, I, I don't know. I just thought that would have been a cool world building slash like also explain. Yeah, the Super like, Predator sucked. I I, it, it looked so terrible. It Like the CGI was terrible. It, when it moved, yeah. it looked really bad. It looked like Doomsday yeah. in some scenes. It did. It looked like a fucking monster from Doom. The Rock movie, kind of. When the Rock movies were bad. Um. Okay. I still, I mean, I still haven't seen Skyscraper, but uh, I didn't hear Rampage, which I will continue. Rampage wasn't bad. I saw that on the plane right right home. Oh yeah, it's not bad. If uh, let's just quick spoilers for Rampage. If they killed the monkey, would have been a. It would have legitimately been good. I would have I would have confidently been able to say good movie because the monkey died. But instead, it's like, no, it ate like a lot of innocent people. And that lady Um, it's I understand it was like freaking out and stuff, but it's still three stories tall. Like it's yeah, I think the worst kill in that movie, though, just real quick. There's a helicopter pilot that gets thrown off the top of the Sears Tower in Chicago. Like he gets thrown up like an extra like 40 like. Like an extra like forty feet up into the fucking air, off of the built tall one of the tallest buildings in the world. Didn't didn't need to do that to that guy. <laughs> like that is that is a really bad way to go. It's a long fucking way down if the the throw didn't like break his fucking neck. Um, but that's that's not gonna be great. Anyway, um, <laughs> rampage is good. I still I, would, I think that pretty much wraps up Predator for me. Yeah, um, I'd rank it, it certainly does. second bad. to last behind AVPR I, because I Predator, Predators, Predator Two, AVP, this AVPR. I think this is the worst one. Uh, I gotta see it, AVPR again. I haven't. I didn't rewatch it because like this has one action scene that where I'm like, good. Everything else sucks. AVPR at least has. The Predalien, which even though you never get a good look at it, sure is a cool idea. Um, then there's also a part, there's a bit where uh, the main love interest of the, the high school kid, uh, she's like finally like, like they're, they're running away from something and um, she turns a corner and then out of nowhere she just gets fucking hit by the shuriken that the predator throws 
and there's no announcement that he's even there. She just turns a corner, starts running down the street, and then just, boom, she just gets hit by a fucking disc and just, like, thrown, like, 30 feet down a hallway and pinned to a wall and is just dead. And it's like, oh, fuck. Like, it comes so out of left field. It's great. I'm, I'm like, okay, I kind of got to enjoy it, like, just for throwing narrative and just movie conventions out the window, it worked. I didn't I didn't see that coming at all. But anyway, it's not <laughs> good. It's not good. I, I think it's the worst one. I can't I haven't seen Predator Two to know where it ranked. I, I'd probably agree with the the first movie, Predators, and then I after that I'm not sure about A V P and Predator Two. I assume Predator Two is better than A V P, but I hope it kills every last fucking one of them. <laughs> Nice. Um, so one last thing. Um, what's PJ up to? PJ's up to something. You got? Do you got something on PJ? Uh, I do. It's not really movie related as uh. much as like this is kind of uh, pretty big deal. Uh, he might testify against Harvey Weinstein. Really? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, well, fuck yeah, I'll throw that in the episode. Yeah, you know, that's good. He's, he's pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty righteous yeah. of him. PJ's, PJ's good. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I think uh, the story of behind that was uh, some of the two of the women, I think, that have spoken out and told their story about Harvey was that he told Peter Jackson not to cast them in Lord of the Rings. And it was like right around the time of the when that happened. Oh, I was like, oh fuck, yeah. He probably so. didn't know and found out later, or maybe. oh no, yeah, know. he like he he like assume. came out and said that like when everything was like coming out, and he was like, yeah, he told me not to cast them, and like now I feel like really shitty, like oh, that yeah. like I'm part of that, and so uh, yeah, I don't yeah. take him to I I. He comes across as a genuine person. He's like just trying to make fucking Lord of the Rings, you know? <laughs> he literally destroyed himself making Lord of the Rings and then gave it a college try a second time where he didn't really <laughs> want to. Um, yeah. But uh, I just thought that would be a nice little uh, note at the end there. Catch people up on PJ. Well, that's cool. What's, um, how's Mr. J doing? Mr. J. Oh, Mr. J. Uh, apparently, a little insider info, a friend of the podcast, Tom Martirano, said that mm-hmm. um, Todd Phillips is not happy about all these leaks. Um, Interesting. Because there's a lot of leaks coming, and they're saying it's extras, and I think he works with the extras. I don't know. Ooh. Well, it's not. Um, I hope I hope our, our secret source is okay. Um no, they're fine. I think yeah, it was just fine. like they knew people from the office that was getting those extras because oh, I think they were cool. shooting it in New York. Yeah, um, I love the book. So, yeah, it's a great suit. Yeah, it's, it's different colors. It's not purple. It's like a maroon. It's like oh, it's good. It's good. Yellow. Uh-huh, the yellow. It's it's and it, his. I like the makeup too. Mm-hmm. It's. I don't think that's going to be the final look, but it's good. Even if it is, I'm happy with it. That, yeah, that was my assumption when they did the weird like light on his face thing. We're talking about the Joker movie, but the in case anybody's listening, uh, <laughs> uh, I had a theory on the way home too that I want to ask you about after you're done. Okay. Um, 
I'm really excited for this movie. The more stuff is coming out, the more I'm excited. I, I do I I am starting to be like, is he gonna fight anybody though? Like what's he doing? Just wreaking havoc. Yeah. That'd be a fun movie, honestly. Uh-huh. Just like the Joker wreaking havoc. Um I wouldn't this is my theory. I kinda hope it doesn't happen. It was just one of those like <laughs> be kinda like a mm-hmm. funny like Reddit post is that it's a prequel to the Dark Knight. But because he looks a lot like Heath Ledger with the hair, yeah. I don't think it, I don't think they will. No, I don't think I don't think they would go there. But no. it'd be I'd be like maybe we see how he got those scars. I don't know. <laughs> that'd be fucking crazy. Um, the, uh, was I gonna say yeah? I'm like excited about that. I think that looks great. And then there's been a couple trailers that came out. Captain Marvel trailer looks good. Yeah, not I wasn't like blown away, but I'm like, looks good. I like the part <laughs> so where she did I say anything when she like she stands up a lot and it's like she gets she gets knocked down and she gets <laughs> up again. Just, I, I think I said it's that. like this movie takes place in the '90s. They could totally use that song. And they probably will. Um, there's that, and then there's the, I like the blockbuster bit. That's pretty funny, and it, it looks yeah. cool when she shoots her lasers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I don't know. That looks good. And this morning, a new Bumblebee trailer came out, and like, there's. Oh. Have you seen it? No. So, it looks pretty good because there's like a couple set piece things that they show where it's just like it's not just a bunch of crazy sparks and chaos. It's, it's like small. It's small, and there, there's the the trailer shot at the end is Haley Seinfeld running away she's running towards the camera as the camera's moving and then it's bumblebee fighting somebody else who is and they're both like like she's coming forward and then the, like these two robots are just like fighting and like slowly coming like they're but like it's it's like pacific rim like it's clear what's happening what's going on and there's also um apparently going to be a flashback to cybertron where it's everybody looks like well CGI versions of the classic cartoons looks. It looks that shit looks fucking great. Like where it's like you see, I think it's like Shockwave and Soundwave. That's done two waves. Uh, uh, <laughs> Shockwave has like a shot where it's like he looks like Shockwave, and then his chest opens up, and a tape turns into a fucking panther and like runs out. I'm like, all right. I hated the fifth okay. movie so much, but I'm. John Cena's there too. <laughs> John Cena's in this, so I gotta go. It's John Cena. They gotta uh they gotta do a th- a meme where the Transformer transforms into John Cena. And when it um, instead of doing the Transformers noise, it would it's just <laughs> 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 Um I mean, I don't know. I think What what do you what do you wanna see? What what's uh next for you? I think I have a date coming up. Venom? And I, so I might... See, I, Venom. I, okay, let's talk about Venom. Because I was about to go on a tangent how, like, I might go to the movies coming up this week on a date. But I, I might do, like, clock house walls. Because um, every... Oh, I'd go see that. I, I'd, I'd see it. Because everything else that's out, just, I'm like, I don't think that's a good date movie. Like, I still haven't seen, like, 8th grade. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. But the, mm. um, uh, I don't know if I want to see Venom. I'll see it if its reviews are really bad or like it's good. 
<laughs> I, I just don't care if it's like not like I don't yeah. I'm not excited about it it's PG-13 now I'm like there's nothing to... so like if it's if it's like a 20 or below on Rotten Tomatoes you'd see it and if it's between like 20 and 60 you'll probably skip it I would even go outside in the 70s like I'm really like I think this is gonna be the first superhero movie in a while where I'm just kind of like I, just, I didn't even realize it comes out in like a week and a half yeah, it comes out not this weekend, next weekend. Yeah, I'm really not fucking interested. <laughs> we are Venom. It's just, it's just yeah. gooey, sticky people fighting gooey, sticky people. I'm sleepy. Mm. I don't want to. All right, I'll let you go, buddy. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, that, that, that's not what I was saying. I'm literally just like the idea of that fucking movie. I'm like, who cares? Like, I don't really care either. I just figured I'd. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. This is a negative. Yeah. This is a really negative ending to to it to a podcast where we shit all over a movie that we didn't like. Um, Predator zero stars. No, I think I gave it like a four out of ten. Yeah, I'd probably give it like a three. Um, but my forty x experience, uh, I'm gonna have to give it like a six out of ten because there's times where the seat moving around wasn't really motivated and like anytime a character got punched there'd be like a thing that would like punch you in the back <laughs> and like <laughs> the seats move around so much that like, i'm like constantly like 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 readjusting like <laughs> having to like sit back in in the thing and it's like it wasn't super comfortable and i was starting like that sounds annoying. Yeah, it gets a little annoying. Like, if I saw Fury Road, I feel like that would have been shit where it's, like, clearly motivated and, like, I don't know. Or, like, Mission Impossible probably would have been cool. But. Mm, in the, the the helicopter shit, mm-hmm. dude. And I'm sure. That would have been cool. Probably would have got a little water when it uh, sprayed water, like, when the, the when he dropped the thing. It splashes. You know, Tom Cruise, you got me so wet. <laughs> I'm going to end it on that, dude. Diddle-doo.